Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Streaming in Place. We are closing out week 23 here with Lucifer, season five, episode six, Blue Balls. And I, here there are two things that we got to kick this off with. First of all, congratulations on, I think it's an ish, Noel, for the title, Inspiration. Sure. So congratulations on your call dish. And then we just, we're going to need to make this episode quick because I don't care about most of this episode and I'm very concerned about Dan and I can't watch the next episode until we finish recording this episode. So <laughs> a lot happens. It's done real fast. And a lot of it is very fun, but there's also a bunch of very stupid shit that happens in this oh, episode yeah. where it's like, Lucifer writers, I expect so much more from you. Um, so so I'm just sort of, let, let's start with the good. Let's start with, make sure we get our concerns for Dan out. But Here, I want to make everyone feel better. And I will just say, this is the worst episode of the season. Okay. And it's better than, the rest of the season is better than this. They get back on track after this. They only have like two episodes left. <laughs> yeah, but still, still. I, I, I feel reassured. It's two important it's, episodes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, reassuring. It's, it's, it's the worst episode of the Netflix era of Lucifer. It's not good. It's very bad. Um, so like Keenan says, I'm so concerned about Dan. Um, at the beginning of the show, the season, when we were talking about like, you know, how do we think Dan would handle all this? Um I was very concerned about how Dan's like, I don't think they can, they can tell Ella and she'll be fine. Um, it'll be like, Hey, Ray Ray, that's my sister. Um, so we're, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll take a little bit, but then she'll, she'll be okay. I was not sure that Dan, it would be possible for Dan to be okay. So as I was watching this episode, uh, I was like, this is really great Dan content. I'm super on board with this. Like, there's no tension. Everything is cool. I don't trust it. What's going to happen? And I did not anticipate what was about to happen until it, until that phone call. Um, so I'm very concerned for Dan, and I want to watch the next episode. Uh, Latoya, how are you feeling about Dan? Uh, poor baby boy. Uh, <laughs> he was just having nice bro time with Amenadiel and Lucifer. He was talking about his feelings. It's all great. And now he's so terrified because he got a call from a guy with a bad Lucifer impression. I did note that uh, Ellis's like accent as Lucifer was like not good as he was Michael calling Dan, which is also very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan worried about him all the time. Worried about his relationship with his bracelet bro now. Uh, and his obviously, bro bro. And his bro bro. His best friend and his double friend. Well, because, like, yes, obviously, there's all of that concern, but there's real significant implications with all of this because of Trixie. Uh, because he's got very real reasons to be very concerned about Trixie and how that intersects with everything. So, like, if Ella, you know, were to have to find out about Lucifer in this kind of a way and be really, really thrown, she could pull back and not engage and kind of try to process things, figure things out and be gingerly approached. Right. But Dan can't do that because it involves his daughter because now, you know, he knows that, that Lucifer and Chloe are officially becoming an item and Trixie's over at their place fairly regularly for game night and such. So yeah, he's, there's nothing, there's no way he can just be like, distance from what's going on until he processes it uh allison how how did you feel about dan in this episode i'm so worried about dan um 
Scotty in the comments says I was sums up for me. I was so happy for him having wonderful friendships and honest conversations. And then the phone rang and I was like, oh, no, the podcast does not think he can handle this, <laughs> um, which is true. Um, Kate, I really like your point about the implications with Trixie uh, because it I mean, it's a situation where you have to sort of allow yourself to react viscerally because instincts are such a huge part of taking care of people, right? Like you just sort of have to follow what you feel um, in dire circumstances, which there Dan is completely within his rights to think that this is very bad. This is the worst way to find out the truth about Lucifer, I think. I think looking through the window and seeing the devil face <laughs> making a face at the baby is the the worst way. I mean, I guess the worst way would be you're in hell and that's where you find out the truth about Lucifer. That's the worst way. This is the well, second worst way. But then you already have seen that you're in hell. So your brain is like, so that's actually, I think, not as bad because your brain is already processing, oh, there's a hell. Tell that to Linda's ex-husband. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, so so I'm very worried about Dan, and I find it a little bit hard to focus on other things in the episode because I'm so concerned for him, um, especially after them giving him such lovely scenes with both Lucifer and Amenadiel. And I think in particular, the tenor of his interactions with Lucifer has changed. It's in some way sort of similar to the way that it was and like, parts of season three i guess pre um charlotte um but it's not enough right there's not a firm enough foundation there it's so new and fragile and it just makes me really and then what is he going to say about amenadiel and amenadiel's just staying there being happy and just it's very concerning um which is a lot to take on top of the fact that this is an episode that also felt a lot like season one lucifer maybe in terms of its jokes and its rhythm and a lot of like mm, who's his bigger energy you know what I mean that just doesn't really do it for me so I'm feeling all of the feelings both intended and unintended when in reality I just want to be excited about Linda and Chloe talking about Lucifer's penis like that's just that's how I should be feeling and instead I'm a mess Noel how about you one of the things I really liked is that Alejandro just really sells the whole, wait, what the fuck, I'm scared out of my mind type of thing. Um, really, really well. Like that whole like look of shock on his face, the stumbling backwards, the frantic nature of trying to get into the car, but not really being able to get into the car and everything. I think works really, really well, and I really like it. Um, because it's juxtaposed against the weird comedy of making a baby cooing face with the devil face and a minute deal just looking that's my brother with an arm on his shoulder and everything looking so proud of his of his brother being able to soothe his child and it's just like so delightfully weird and both elements of it work really really well um so yes i'm very worried about dan i am very worried about like how like kate you say that this is going to respond to trixie even if we don't necessarily get trixie on screen for it just dialogue mentions of a conversation around how could you do this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think we'll be good. And I'm really looking forward to how the show navigates those issues. 
Um, I'm also really interested in how the show differentiates um, Dan's reaction to finding all this out against Chloe's reaction to finding all this out and what the difference of that is going to look like. And this kind of gets to one of my things where I'm not fully convinced by the show's insistence that Chloe and Lucifer's respective reactions to finding out the whole shebang about putting the path and all this felt narratively and dramatically different enough, despite everyone's insistence that it is within the show. So I really want Dan's reaction to be distinct from Chloe's. And I don't think Dan's going to run off to Rome and (laughs) go searching through the Vatican's archives. Um, But I really do want something really distinct from Dan in how he deals with this revelation. So I'm very, very worried about him. Um, It doesn't, as Allison alluded to, do a whole lot to solve larger issues with this episode um, because it is quite bad, um, I think, on multiple levels that we'll get into. But I am just so worried about Dan. And I just, there are not enough bracelets in the world to realign your chakra after seeing that. Yeah. It's just not. Well, especially because, you know, like we've been saying, he's he's been pretty fra- fragile and he's finally, like, starting to stabilize. And then they're like, rug yeah. pull. Um, Marcus? Oh, it's going to be so bad if he goes to Maze for help dealing with this. But I don't think he will because he knows that they're tight, right? So we'll yeah, see what happens. But, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna. He can only go to Ella. I feel like, and I'm really curious mm-hmm. about how that dynamic plays out with something like this. Uh, Mark Marcus says, uh, "I was spoiled to the devil face for the baby by a YouTube thumbnail yesterday before I watched the episode." Not cool, YouTube. Not cool. Or whoever put the video up. Um, Marcus says that it would, could only be worse if the devil face was to Trixie. And yes, like like the whole like like playfully like biting at the baby is probably not the best. But I appreciated in this episode how they went from like, okay, I see we've completely defanged the devil face because now we're making this like a punchline for the baby. And then they're like, no, still terrifying. We found a way to do both. Um, so congratulations to the the the... CGI team, I guess, for for that. Um, Keenan says, this was the first time apart from the end of last season where we've seen the devil face transformation on screen, right? Usually there's a cut. And I think think that's correct, uh, Keenan. I was certainly very uh, impactful here. And Scotty says, am I remembering correctly that Dan is someone who has been suspicious of Lucifer terrifying suspects in the past, like early on in the show? Um, And I, yes, definitely that's something he's talked about in the past. Um, That makes me feel he's going to react strongly because of Trixie, but could get super complicated with the police stuff too. I had a strong reaction to the image of what Dan saw because it's kind of the thrust of the QAnon conspiracy in one image. Uh, obviously unintended on the show's part. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a super creepy image. It also, I don't buy it for a second. Or was it actually intended? Like, yes, they're supposed to be very tired, <laughs> but are they really that slop? Like, how do like how are they not aware there's a giant window with the curtains back? Like, really, Lucifer does this to himself and the Medjil for being so dumb about, like, surely no one will happen to look in this well-lit room in the middle of this dark street outside. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it's really Lucifer's fault for throwing his phone, the idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, that's one of the things about this episode overall is that there's a lot of inelegant elements to get to this particular point. Um, Mainly that whole plot about, I'm going to be a mystery. Um, It's just like, oh... 
I mean, Lucifer, you've already insulted pickup artists, and then you're just going to do something like this. Yeah, dummy. exactly. And also, I, I know in my review how the fact that he gets so upset with Judd uh, manipulating him that he goes full double face. Like, you're not doing that even for, like, literal criminals in these episodes now. That's what pisses you off? I mean, that's how we find out that Charlie likes it. But, like, I, I, I think I put it in my review, like, getting from point A to point 12, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And in the back of my brain was also just like, folks, I've seen enough television shows and I've seen enough sitcoms. You just need to ask Lucifer to do the devil face real quick so baby Charlie will shut up. Because that's what's going to happen. That's how this works. <laughs> um. <laughs> the uh, There was a good point. I think it was one of the commenters or maybe the toy was in your review about it's good that they seeded the he, Charlie likes silly faces with Trixie in the, early in the season about yeah, um, getting him to laugh. So yeah, that's fun. Um, the silliest face of all. And I, <laughs> I was going to say, I do... I did want to know, because I know this is my review, how they actually kind of set this up when they're able to do anything good in this episode, where early on, it kind of seems like maybe the show would be so mean to Dan that they would actually kill him off before he gets redemption. And then he would just be in hell. And that's that. And we would be very sad. But instead, it does this. So like, he's still miserable. He just has like hell on earth now. Yay. Um, The, uh, the, (laughs) let's, Is there anything else that we liked about this episode? Because what I knew going into this episode was that there was a girls' night I, I, that from the pictures. So I was like, oh, they do a girls' night. That's really exciting, and that'll be super fun. I thought it was going to be like a clubbing kind of this thing, which it ends up kind of being. So I really like that part of it. Anybody I like else? as much girls' night and guys' night that is detached from the, the yes. case. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like basically all of the scenes of them hanging out and talking about scenes about things and none of the scenes where it's like this is how we're moving the plot forward i feel like all of the plot stuff was really at best inelegant and at worst like infuriatingly stupid like wipe jed off the face of the planet i do not buy that chloe would have dated him the timeline doesn't make any sense how does did he not know she was a cop does he know that she has a child do they like what huh, eh, is this the part of the podcast where i can be mean yes been to be really mean. yes do I, it i am not as mean like i cut things out of my review to be less mean yeah yeah um so the actor who plays Jed, Justin Bruning, originally in my review, I had Justin Bruning is very much a early 2010s uh, version of what a heartthrob is. Yes. And I think it very much, like, the perfect encapsulation of that is the fact that he is who they cast as Steve Trevor in that Wonder Woman pilot from David mm-hmm. E. Kelly at, yep. at NBC. That is his whole thing. Uh, now he's just a more mature version of that, but he has longer hair. So that's like how he's more mature. Uh, but he's not a good actor. I've not going to be really mean. I've never found him attractive. He is not as charming as anyone on this cast. So everything they said about him being charming or fun footage, not found. He's awful. Yeah, no, the entire thing is like a big citation needed warning of like, wait, no, this is one of those instances where... Everyone keeps telling me he's really cool and funny and attractive. And I'm looking at him going, there isn't, he just keeps rolling nat ones on his charisma. Because yeah. there's nothing here. There's, he's just he a is the dummy. Worst, I, I'm going to say it, he's the worst casting choice this show has ever made. 
Yeah, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to Tom Welling um, <laughs> for everything I said, uh, because the, Tom Welling is 10 times more interesting and much better looking with significantly larger arms uh, than this guy. I don't want to be mean about the poor actor, but yeah, just a like a, a terrible combination of acting and writing and direction. Like nothing about him is appealing. I don't know. Did they pull the words Cherry Jane out of a hat? Right, uh, where did that even like come from? What a, like what a terrible nickname. And I'm sorry, Chloe Decker. That dude says to her, I think I'm going to call you Cherry Jane. There's no universe in which Chloe Decker doesn't say, actually, my name is Chloe. Yeah. My name is Chloe. I kept um, waiting for the reveal that she Chloe. hates Cherry Jane. Right. It's and then it didn't happen. Nickname. It's terrible nickname. It's like, I promise you, he's called four other people Cherry Jane. And yes. that's why the foundation is named Cherry Jane, because he just calls all of the women he dates Cherry Jane as their nickname. So they all think it's about them. There's no way she dumped him because the mystery was gone. She dumped him because yeah. she realized that he, like, he's a narcissist. That's mm -hmm. why she dumped him. She dumped him because he's a DJ, right? <laughs> he's a boring <laughs> DJ narcissist who, again, the timing doesn't make sense because like, oh, you, I, like, oh, you finally became a cop. Yet he knew about her husband who she met when she became a cop. And he never at one point, you know, asked about the fact that she has a child because there's pictures of Trixie on her desk. Like he doesn't care about her he just cares about his cherry jane um i will say it is possible that when he congratulates her that it's talking about the move from an officer to a detective but so no, he's, like, he's, he's like you always said you wanted to be a cop oh yeah okay never mind yeah no, never mind. It's, it's all bad and it's yeah you, it's very bad it's just and I, I i it's all just red flags like i mean putting aside the he's a dj as a red flag but um just you named your foundation after her and it's just like that's that's a big flashing neon warning sign that's all the red flags yeah there there's a way to almost save the story and it's for lucifer to be right the whole time that he was the the killer and the saboteur because yeah. he's insane and obsessed with chloe that's what it should have been and not some guy the husband to some girl yeah, I kept waiting for that, like, and that was the whole couch. So both my parents were like, okay, no, he obviously did it. Especially as you get late in, later in the episode, you're like, there's only so many characters. And they're like, no, somebody we haven't seen before, and we're going to give Chloe a very bad, we're going to make Chloe bad at her job, which is a thing that doesn't usually happen. Um, even if she's not great at undercover, she's not bad at her job. And when she's doing this whole speech, this, the whole speech they give her is bad. Lauren, Lauren German does her best to try to sell it. She does but, so much here to try to sell everything bad in this episode it's it's really it's really it's really bad um okay we should not waste any more energy on jed and all that stupid you mean, stuff you mean dj carnal yeah uh, i forgot no i forgot and you made me remember it's so uh, bad oh before Never forget. I, I have to not talk about dj carnal but just the fact that the jed thing is also enough like the season is doing a lot of reduxes, uh, but like Jed is like a terrible Eve redux, and thankfully mm -hmm. it's only one episode. Yeah, because yeah. um, we also need to talk about uh, Ella's stupid new love interest. Oh, I the second worst casting in the history of the show. It's really bad. Like I was like, okay, he's got to be evil, right? Because he's not interesting enough to be an actual love interest for Ella. Oh, I assumed he was the killer. And then the first thing he does is try to manipulate her, and we're supposed to think it's charming. 
I, I hate him. I hate Pete. <laughs> I don't like him. Uh, again, I, throughout the next few episodes, I just like write, most of my criticism of Pete is just like, here are the notes I wrote when I first watched this. This is so you know, it's not informed on like what I haven't seen at all. It's just like, I hated him from the second we met him and I only continue to hate him. And I don't. Yay, he's in more episodes. Yes, no, he's he was in the he's in the teaser image for tomorrow for Monday's episode. Um, and I was just like, oh, Boo. The only compliment Super. I will give him is that he uh, like reveals just how hard Amy Garcia's job is to play Elle as a real character and person, mm-hmm. and because he's just let's do Ella but a boy. That's a thing, right? That's it. Yeah, it's like he walked up, and it was like, um, like early days the CW entered the chat. It was like, yes. it's like, it's like a, a recurring character on that two one zero, totally. <laughs> or like, I want get me Seth Cohen, but like off brand, <laughs> right? Like that's what I want. Or alternately, let's introduce this character in the first episode of the flash so that we can reveal that he is the bad guy in episode 12. Uh, even though we all have guessed it in episode two, like that, like, like this is a man who would really try to date Rory Gilmore, but it wouldn't work out. And it would be good because then at the end we would find out he was a piece of garbage anyway, as most of Rory's boyfriends were. So And Rory. Yes, well, that <laughs> goes without saying. Yeah, that's just, uh, we know this. This is like, would have really tried to date Rory Gilmore. And Lorelai would have been like, no, I don't like you, whoever you are. That's that's this guy. Yeah, He's of- he's a Rory reject. Oh, that's, that's really mean. Uh, but yeah, because the thing is, he's a nice guy, right? Uh, but like, every time... He's very much nice, but as I wrote in my review, there's a difference between nice and kind, and nice yeah. is not a character. Well, also, we don't know that he's nice. He's just unassuming. We have not seen him do anything nice, but we are yeah. supposed to think he is. His first thing is using Ella for her job. Yeah. You, you might even say that nice is different than good. Yes. yes. No, that too. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I was hoping somebody was going to pick it up let's keep come on come on oh no i meant like then you would keep going yeah is it nice to know a lot and a little bit not so um (laughs) the uh yeah i really am not looking forward to p i was like well he can't be the love interest because he's not interesting or charismatic enough jed doesn't come back at least jed doesn't come back um both you know allison you are in good company because both marcus and keenan thought that he was the killer right away and Scotty says, guys, am I a ding-dong? I didn't think Pete was the killer at all. Scotty, you ding-dong. I didn't get negative vibes. <laughs> you ding-dong. Um, except you shouldn't hit on forensic an- an- uh, analysts at work. Yeah, because like he's like, oh, it's my first day on the job, and I can't do my job. So would you do it for me and break your code of ethics to do it? You're so charming. Okay. Like, part oh, of, my God. Part of me worried that like I was just getting like residually, uh, residually mad at him because I like hated Jed so much. And I'm like, every <laughs> no. man is bad. But I'm like... No, he's not good. No, <laughs> no he's not. No. He's, he's not I, good. I just, if 
if what you want is Adam Brody, just hire Adam Brody. Get Adam like, Brody I don't, on the show immediately. Like, I don't understand. Just may, like, just do it. If that's what you want, why on earth would you be like that guy, but 60% less interesting and 20% less hot? Like, I do, like, why would you do that? I do think it tracks, though, with uh, Ella's sort of revelation from Maze late in the episode where Maze goes, well, if that's all you think you deserve, then go for it. It's like, yeah, right now... Pete is all she thinks she deserves, which is not a good sign. I think now that maybe Ella deserves Maze and they should be together. I'd ship it. That would pick so many things for for all of them. She definitely, Ella definitely deserves more than like bottom shelf store brand generic uh, Dominic Purcell, which is who that guy (laughs) was at the club. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, uh, that's short. That's shorthand uh, for a bad guy. Uh, yeah, Brand so. McRory. Oh my God, Ella. Now I just want Ella and actual McRory. Stop it. Let's do that. Let's do so, that. That would be much better, I think. Um, Anything again, to get any the of these characters on the wave rider. Right? Lucifer just needs to be on the wave rider. Uh, all of it. I like show. Marcus's nickname for him as Network Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. <laughs> Pete definitely was network Thomas Middleditch. That's just, which that's I mean, savage. although I wouldn't have liked if Thomas Middleditch was no, because no, that's not. enough I would issues still right think, there. Yeah. I would still think, oh, you're evil. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so we've we've appropriately drugged Pete. I'm, I, I get the sense we'll have Thank a chance God. to do a bit more I'm of so that. Happy, yeah. I'm no, so you are not alone there. Yeah. Well, I um, mean, I'm I'm just happy that. I, I did not like either of them and wasn't on this little Tom Welling limb by myself like I was in season three for a while. Again, I'm so sorry, Tom Welling. I really apologize. God, um, Tom Welling, we we didn't know what we had. We did. It, it's just did. like he was here and then he was gone. Like dust in dust the wind. Okay. okay. That is not, we are not le- allowing the terribleness of Jed and Pete to undo Lieutenant Bland. It I'm is, sorry. Tom Bullock is a better actor than both of them. Yes, like, but yeah, that does not make sad. that does not make Lieutenant Bland better. That just I'm means not saying, this is worse. I, I'm not apologizing to Lieutenant Bland. I'm apologizing to Tom Welling and to his arms. Who is also <laughs> not good in most of most of the season three. We are not reduxing that. He was, was better on this show, Scotty. Stop it. <laughs> oh god, he's not better on this show. No. So okay. Scotty Scotty's okay. team Pete, that's what it is. We need to come together on something, and what I think we can come together on is Amenadiel tries to human. So let's talk about Amenadiel tries to human and and has an epiphaphase when he realizes, oh, this is why she just gave me the baby and left and went to have all the tequila. The greatest line delivery ever. It's so good. (laughs) I just told her there's a reason why she fails at everything. You know, it's, a, it's a, of course she makes lots of mistakes all the time and has no idea what she's doing with her child. Of course, oh, <laughs> it's very good. Um, do we have? Because we we've talked about the girls' night out a little bit. That was super fun. We haven't talked about, by the way, Maze Maze has Ella, which was delightful. Um, but we we do need to talk about two celestials, a human and a baby, uh, because I was very here for all of it. I, in my head, Jed's is not even there. I've just written out him out of yeah. my memory there. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on on our 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 three men and a baby riff? I love that Lucifer, of course, hates kids, but this is his, his nephew. He is trying. When my manager tells him to get milk, he brings a gallon of milk, but he is trying. It's not even full. Like, it was half a gallon of a gallon of milk. Did you get thirsty on the way? Did you have to make a white Russian? What's going on? You know he had to make a white Russian on the way. 
Oh, I, I assumed he just got that out of the fridge. No, he but definitely just got it out of the it's fridge. It's funnier right to think that he had to make a, a lot of white Russians on the way home. Do you have any idea how many white Russians you'd have to make to use half a gallon of milk? A lot. So many. Uh, a I lot. Also, Marcus says, I think he grabbed it from the neighbor's fridge, which is even better. Oh my God, that's, yep, that's definitely fridge. what happened. <laughs> he just like did a little B&E while, while Dan was there. And just, just like when I see in my head, he walks over and knocks and just charms them. Like, like he sees them talking about, oh, we need some milk. And then he just like, aha, I will solve it. He just leaves. They're like, where did he go? Uh, comes back with it from the neighbors. But yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. I'm very on board. Um, I assumed that Lucifer was going to ask Charlie what it was that he desired. And then Charlie would make like a doped out baby face and then like point at the clean diapers or something. And I'm a little bit disappointed that that didn't happen. (laughs) The devil face thing was great. But if, but if baby Charlie was like, diaper, that would be, like, that would be. But in Japanese. Yes, obviously. That's (laughs) horrific. Um, I also appreciate Amenadiel t- uh, complimenting Dan on his hair being so high. So high. I, I, so many of my notes are just about how tall Kevin Alejandro's hair is. Um, it's very good. It's very funny. I think that the thing I really like best about it is that Dan knows what he's doing. And the show really allows that to come through of, yeah, no, Jed's in that scene with the, with the um, carrier, but like, Watching Kevin Alejandro, like, just sway that carrier at just the right rhythm and momentum. And it's just like, yes, he is a good parent. He's a terrible cop. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, when he said he was a good cop at some point, or someone said he was a good cop, both my partner and I went, eh. There's stuff Amenadil doesn't know. Yeah. Dan Dan should probably be a PI, honestly. Because he likes, yeah, he likes solving things, yeah. Yes, no, he'd make a great private investigator. Um, and that's 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 what should happen, um, provided he doesn't get killed at the end of this half season or whatever happens. Um, so, yeah, no, but I really like that that gave space. As the guy with experience with a child, Dan knew what to do in a lot of instances. So I really, really like that. I'm with my partner also that Linda should have been pumping and dumping a bit more at the club yeah. than she was. Um, but that gets in the way of the bar fights that they didn't get a chance to start. I really enjoyed the wardrobe, their clubbing oh, outfits. All their all their clothes were so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed one man, two celestials, and a baby. Um <laughs> Very, very much. Um, not as much as I enjoyed Leslie Ann Brandt mimicking Amy Garcia. Because Ella. We- Ella, everyone. <laughs> oh, God, just a gift. A gift. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Allison, you were right. Let's just give Leslie Ann Brandt and Emmy, like, right now. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, <laughs> really. I just, I'm, I've been looking through the uh, long lists of, um, Emmy winning actresses for a project and um and it used to be that occasionally somebody would get nominated for a genre show yep. and that used to happen it doesn't anymore and it should for all kinds of reasons um lots of really great performances in the last 10 years in particular have come from people in genre show I mean like where is Kristen Ritter's Emmy please and thank you um among many others but I I think that what Leslie Ann Brandt does is so good because it's 
no matter how ridiculous it gets, it always seems to be coming from the same sort of thorny, fragile place. And she yeah. really, this, this is a pretty dumb storyline and it worked really well for me because she is so sincere and so funny and so spiky all at once. Just really great. And yes, Marcus is correct. At least Tatiana Mislani won one. I'll be it for like a terrible season, but yes. yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It was cumulative. Uh, she should at least get a globe nomination. Yeah, if you want to get an Emmy, you have to, on a genre show, it has to be an HBO show. Then you will. So, like, you know, Game of Thrones. Watch her uh, sell her soul for a Westworld season. Right. Westworld gets nominated. The um, um, Watchmen is nominated for everything this year. So, yeah, you basically have to be on HBO to To be get fair, Regina King does deserve that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but does Regina they, King they not attention. deserve Yeah. Yeah. They will pay attention to you on a genre show, but only if you have that HBO money behind you. Um. Okay, anything else that we need to check in on in oh, this um, episode? Lucifer's penis. Oh, yes, that was <laughs> hilarious. As uh, The best part, though, was Chloe going, oh, it's not? That's good to know. Yeah, like, it seemed that was yet another Chloe has basic questions that haven't been answered that anybody would wonder. They need to do that once an episode forever. There needs to be, like, a... So, um... I have I have a question about Hitler, right? Like we need to go back to those days where Linda was like, "Here, I want to know is there a point system? Like we have to talk." It's just but when but when Chloe was relieved that he didn't have a forked penis, I just I died. It was just great. It was so fun. That whole conversation was so wonderful on the turn to um <laughs> to Linda definitely um being a little ethically dubious and rattling mm-hmm. off all of Lucifer's problems was very fun and in delightful. her defense she was wasted she was <laughs> wasted and she sleep was deprived on the way there yeah. and i have so many questions about where <laughs> well her tolerance is probably zero now so yeah, she no, had a true. hip flask in the back of a lip she's a little woman so yeah and speaking of wasted i love that uh, ella's face touching work because obviously all those women were high on ecstasy so they were like, mm-hmm. enjoying it it was mm-hmm. like one there was only like one woman who was like this is weird everyone else was like yeah, yeah. i'm into this <laughs> Nice lobes. <laughs> nice lobes. Um, I do I do appreciate like the quick reminder that right, this first tips with men too, right? We all remember that, right? Show, mm-hmm. yes. Um just real quick, a real quick mention of that. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's the one shame about the show coming to Netflix as late as it is, because if yeah. it we're not where it is in the story, like at season four. If it were on Netflix, they would have had, like, Lucifer in a relationship with a man. Like, an actual mm-hmm. relationship, most likely. Preferably yeah. John Constantine, but we can't have everything. We can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I do want to circle back to um, is a comment from Scotty, because this ties into something that I kind of wanted to toss to the room. Which is, Scotty's noticed a couple of times that uh, she's had to rewatch the final moments of the previous episode to remember where Chloe and Lucifer are in dealing with this shit. Because the important conversations in the penthouse scenes are starting to run together. Which I think is fair. Like, I'm running into that issue with them a lot. But I'm also running into it for two reasons. One, narratively, of just, it just kind of feels like they never quite resolve anything in those scenes. Um, but then the other thing that I'm running into is that they keep panning up to that chandelier at the end of every episode. And I have so many questions about that chandelier at this point that I don't know what to do. <laughs> I Now that I have finished all of my reviews, yay! Yay! I think there is a reason for that. Yeah, and that's what I figured. Like, it was foreshadowing yeah. something because it's a really cool, like, chandelier. But they're emphasizing it a lot and it's 
stylistically, it's causing, it's really only emphasizing that kind of blend togetherness that I'm, that Scotty's experiencing. Yeah. Because both of them just kind of, both those things together, I just go, right, yeah, I am sort of forgetting where they are in figuring out everything. Because, yeah, there is definitely another uh, penthouse scene uh, (laughs) going to happen. And also, I think, because what part of why Blue Balls sucks, haha, puns, uh, I mean, (laughs) is uh, that after Detective Emmanuel, how that ended, we shouldn't have such a regressive jealousy story anyway. Yeah. Which... I think the next episode, again, without spoiling, gets to where they should have been after, like, as a, like in a couple. But, yeah, this is just, like, such a huge step back. It's, it's again, it's dumb. I'm glad everyone was mean about this episode with me, because I, I didn't want to be, like, mean alone. Well, we're not being mean. We're being accurate. It's very dumb. It's, it's not good. It's uh, mean and accurate. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I I agree. They're using very specific you, the, the the chandeliers being very specifically used um, frequently. So I'm not surprised that there's something to you know yet to come with that. Um, yeah. What did we think of our Chloe and Lucifer finally you know get it on scene? See, that's good, which is why the rest sucking is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate the bookends of making us think that we're getting a little bit of like a sex scene with the two of them right at the start of the episode, and then it's teens at a rave. Um, and then I, I don't like that because the voice acting of their moans don't even sound like that. No, no, it's aggressively bad ADR too. Um, yeah. And then but the weirdest it, friend in the world is like, "Hey, friends, stop fucking. Come listen to some bad music." And then yeah. let's continue our bones cold open. Is that a, a <laughs> celestial of some That's kind? Because podcast, that kid <laughs> does not know how to human. Like whoever he is, I don't know where he's from, but he does not know how to human. Yeah. Like no one is ever like, you you two, stop fucking. Let's go. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm glad I think that scene works well, but I also feel like at this point in the show, I needed like much more of it. Like it needed to be longer. Um, it needed to be more involved. Um, just given the buildup that's been, that it's received, it just needed to be more. And I think that the, what that one moment of him saying fantastic or terrific or whatever it is that he says. Incredible. 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 Yes. Thank you. Is great and beautiful, but I needed more of those kinds of moments in that mm-hmm. in yes. that sequence and it wasn't there because we had to spend so much time with jed and cherry jane and all that fucking nonsense it's because the episode you're gonna name an episode blue balls of lucifer the episode needs to be non-stop sex jokes honestly yes and it should have been about the world of like djing and edm and not fucking jed <laughs> that's uh that's one thing uh about this it's just this case is they buck structure for this case for no reason because it's so bad. That's like we we all know that the cases are not the best part of Lucifer. That's like the joke now. But like this was aggressively bad procedural. Yeah, if the episode had just been they're really horny and they just can't you know find time. Yes, um, that that could have been your running gag, the rattlesnake thing. Very funny. That really, <laughs> you know, like they could have had a lot of fun with that, and then introduced 
Like, you could have even had some version of Jed that was there for just, like, a couple scenes uh, and got killed off or was the killer or something, but it wasn't the thrust, then this, this thrust didn't become this, like, spiral with Lucifer. That would have been much more interesting. Um, so, yeah, it just, yeah. I did like that they made a point to, in, in our scene with Chloe and Lucifer at the end, to have Chloe on top and then also Lucifer on top. They were very aware of parody and, and, and their power dynamics, I thought, in the scene, which was, which was good. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure that there are plenty of Lucy fans who were disappointed, but also plenty who were very happy with, with the scene. And most, the, the thing I was most relieved about was that, because when the, if you guys, when you finish watching this, if you watch the trailer for season five, you'll see that you get all the scenes, you get shots of Chloe and Lucifer making out and looking like they're going to have sex. And then you get the reveal of, oh, it's actually Michael. So it's very, you know, like, they established early in episode two of the season, right, that that's not going to happen here, we're not going to do that, but it was nice to see where some of these shots fit into the season, and then I guess we'll see what happens next. Uh, Allison, do you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I think that my biggest issue with it, and it is both removed from the fact and directly affected by the fact that Jed sucks so hard, um, is that I just... It just wasn't hot enough. And it's not that the scene itself isn't hot because it, it I mean, it moderately, it felt like, again, network hot, like inexplicably um, a little prudish probably isn't the right word, but tame um, when there's no reason to be, which is not me saying that we need more tush. It's just <laughs> there's like a whatever. It's a, I mean, some tush would well, be nice. It's like a connection between because yes. this is an emotional, meaningful, love-based romantic scene, it can't also be really hot. And but, it can, because, because but it can. But it can, obviously. Right. See Outlander. Yes, exactly. No, like, if you're even talking, like, network, I mean, the good wife's right here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, um... And I think a big part of that is just that the episode is painfully unsexy. Like, nothing that either of these people do other than wear a hot rave outfit... Nothing either of them do through the whole episode is sexy. Like Chloe having terrible taste in men, unsexy. Being called Cherry Jane, painfully yeah. unsexy. Being jealous, super unsexy. Devil face at baby, incredibly entertaining, but not sexy. None of it's sexy. So by the time you get there, the way that the episode should work, the way that episodes like this should work, is when you're going for a big buildup, when there's something that's inevitable and you're working your way up to it, the episode has got to have a sexual structure right like there has to be a build and a release for a great example of how this can work even though it's not boning see the mid-season finale of alias season two where they literally blow up sd6 and then make out as there are fucking sparks raining down and it mm -hmm. works it's hot because you it's spoiled alias for everyone else you know what that i was in high school when i watched that episode it's not no i didn't spoil alias Anyway, uh, it's not it's not hot. The scene is hot. The episode is not hot. And that feels like a huge missed opportunity. Marcus says OTP first time together in season five of the show. If there's anything, any time to go all out for the scene, it's now. And Scotty says there's no foreplay, no tease. And I think the episode is supposed to be the foreplay and that but it's just not. It starts as that. And then it, yeah, the middle is not that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do we have any final thoughts? Sexiest thing in it is Dan knowing how to swing that carrier. That I'm be is, real you know yeah. what? That is totally true. That um, sucks yeah. right there. That is. That is very sexy. Um, I feel really robbed in Lucifer, the show of interrogation montages, that we didn't get a montage of them interrogating all of those drunk ravers who ended up do- doing crowd surfing a dead body. Like, how did we not get girls crying glitter because they touched a dead body? Like, wh- how? Can't have two montages in one episode of, like, touching faces and looking for looking for hearing <laughs> oh i'm so bummed okay uh any final thoughts no no, no. latoya uh what is if you any final thoughts and then if not what is our next episode called uh i kind of like want to like now grade the episode lower but again the good parts are so good that it's still a yeah. mediocre episode but like they do hard work the good the good parts i saw your letter grade and i think it was very fair okay. yeah I agree. It was a Thank C you. plus, folks. It yeah, was a C yeah. plus. C plus. That, that's yeah, that fair. seems that seems right. Because the stuff that works really works. Oh yeah, forked penis. Let's tell you what's our next episode. Our next episode is our mojo. It's O U R, of course. What I what I I'm gonna guess that the way that we arrive at our mojo is they're interviewing a suspect and and cl- maybe they've had to try to explain to Dan I haven't decided that yet maybe they've tried to explain to Dan but I doubt it um so they're interviewing suspects and then and Lucifer is all about proving that he can be a generous partner, that he can be in a relationship. So Chloe's like, do your do your mojo. And he says, oh, it's not my mojo, detective. It's our mojo. That's my guess. <laughs> oh. Marcus says, I don't think they'll know that Dan knows. And I concur. So I'm I assumed it was Dan calling her at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Dan. And then and then she doesn't pick up. And when she does call him back, he backs away from it. Um, and re- or he hears Lucifer in the background of the phone or whatever, and so then he doesn't. Anyways, um, Noel, any guesses? Um, I do like the idea that the R Mojo thing is attached to Chloe and Lucifer in some some capacity. So I kind I agree with Allison. Um, though it could also be something regarding um, Lucifer and Amenadiel in some way, shape, or form. But I agree that it's probably something to do with Chloe and Lucifer. I don't know what. It may be how good they are at sex together. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to predict that the reason that the chandelier is important is because that's Michael's just living up there. <laughs> <laughs> like in a treehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, there's a fun setting for part of this that I found out about from looking for pictures that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I assume that's a small part of the episode. Uh, the mojo, I would assume, is talking about interpersonal dynamics, either with Chloe and Lucifer, and that being affected by the fact that they're now, like, officially together and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, maybe... Oh, gross. Maybe it's Ella and Pete trying to figure <laughs> out their mojo. Gross. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what it is. They got Ugh. that good mojo. That What's gross. their ship name? We need to figure that no. out. No! Stop! <laughs> Stop it. No. Elite. Elite. No. Yes. No. We're yes, stopping this now. Yes. Bye, everyone. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.